This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, on Saturday, Manchester City completed the second leg of a treble that is unique and that will really make Pep Guardiola and his team become immortal. It's no doubt at all. Manchester United were the last English team to do it in 1999 when Alex Ferguson was the coach and they won the league, the cup and the Champions League. It's a very, very great achievement. And next Saturday, Manchester City will play into Milan in Istanbul, which is where Liverpool had their famous win over AC Milan all those years ago. And if they win that game, there's no doubt at all that they will join the Immortals. It doesn't come down, of course, to one game, but it's a season's work. And in the case of Pep Guardiola, they've won five of the last six Premier Leagues. And what they're achieving now is remarkable. And we're joined by John Giles, who's played football at that level, who's been at Wembley and who has won a league championship and knows how hard it is. John, thanks very much for joining us. No bother, Eamon. Yeah. Let's look first at this game on Saturday. Manchester City, Manchester United... I thought that on first thought about that game when the semi-finals were completed was that City might give them a hiding. But then I thought back to all the cup finals and it's, there's rarely been a hiding. It's usually tighter than you expect. And this was tighter also than I expected in terms of the scoreline 2-1. Mm. But City were the better team, weren't they? Ah, yeah, they won. They won well, it was 2-1, name and it was yeah. always going to be close in that, that, that respect. Uh, but I thought they were by far the way, by far the way, the better team. Yeah, deserved to win it definitely. Yeah. And in saying that, when you look at what Eric Ten Hag has achieved this season for Manchester United, and to be fair to him, they won the League Cup, they qualified for the Champions League, finishing third in the Premier League, and they got to the FA Cup final. So, given the uncertainty around the place, what he inherited and considering all things, he's done an okay job, would you say? I think I think he's done a very good job, I mean, yeah. You know, he, he yeah. took over a bit like a mess. Not not a bit of a mess, a big yeah. mess. Really. Yes. He had to he had to deal with uh, all the all the players there. Um, Ronaldo particularly. Ronaldo particularly, I mean, who when he came in, uh, asked for a transfer he wants to get away. Uh and he kept with him for a few months and 
I think that was a big decision to let him go, get him yeah. out of the way, I mean, get on with the players that he had there. And, uh, you know, I think, well, as long as Pep been doing the job, six years, seven years, I mean. Seven seasons. You know, yeah. so, uh, and, and he's done a big job, as we know. But, uh, you know, Ten Hag has come in one year. I think I think it's been a, a, a huge improvement, I mean, on what he took over. And yes. that's all he can go on. That's, that's a, a, good, a really good first year, yeah. no doubt. And there is a shape to the team. He has had... Injuries, uh, Varane, for example, who I thought was outstanding on Saturday at centre-half. He's been out for a long time, just came back for this game. He's had some injuries and misfortunes. Marcus Rashford, who scored a lot of goals during the season and would be deemed to have had a good season, he tailed off in the end and wasn't much of a factor in Saturday's match. But it's fair to recognise the work that Tan Hag has done. And the... Other thing that has to be taken into account, John, nobody knows who is in charge at Manchester United. No. And we're coming into the period now where you have to be signing players or lining them up to be signed. And he doesn't have a chance because, in fairness to him, and we don't know who owns the club or who's going to be owning it any day now. So who's going to sign the cheque? Can he bid for well, players? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and also... The players that he wants, I mean, you, I mean, you want to be talking to them now. Yes. You know, and, yep. and uh, talking to the clubs and organising, because all the other clubs have got to be in. You know, I'd say yep. City will buy a couple of Chelsea, will probably, yep. you know, there's a lot of players going, you, 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 you have to be organised and ready to go at this particular stage. Yes. That's certainly not the case, because as you say, they, they don't know whether they're going to sell the club or not, who's going to buy the club. Uh, it, it's a mess at the moment, and it's very, very difficult for for the manager to do what needs to be done and what he feels needs to be done at this particular stage. Amy. Yeah, and he has said, or let it be known, that his priority is Harry Kane. Mm. Harry Kane has indicated that he wouldn't be against the move to Manchester United, and that would be huge for the club, be huge for Harry Kane as well. But who's going to sign the cheque? And I think it's only fair that Manchester United fans, and I'm sure they do understand that, that it's it's underlined. This man has done a decent job, but the situation is in that this part of the season, as you say, this is when the real business gets done in the transfer market. Or even before now, Eamon. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, like if you're going to do, if you're looking ahead to the season, uh, as we know, they, they can be talking to the players that they want to see if they want to come to the club and agree all the different things that needs to be agreed. But he doesn't know where to start now. No. Does he go for Harry Kane? Is he allowed to go for Harry Kane? Yeah. Or any other players that we don't well, know Ma- about? Mason Mount, who I think is an outstanding yeah. player at Chelsea, he's said to be interested in going to Manchester United, but the same problem arises. Who's going to negotiate his deal? Yeah. He doesn't... It, 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 it's it's a mess for him. There's no doubt. I mean, like if, if you talk about city manager, you know, yeah, he'd have it. I mean, he's supposed to be an interested player, but no doubt he's been talking to them, I mean, oh, and negotiating yeah. with them, the yeah. clubs and all that. You have to be doing that before before the end of the season. Yeah, and Manchester, we don't know who Manchester is even going to be sold to, no, I mean, or if they're going to be sold. Yeah. So how can the manager get on with the job that he needs to do? Yeah, it's very very difficult. Very difficult. Now let's look at City, John, and what they've achieved. I've always 
been a little bit sceptical about Pep because I think at Barcelona he, you know, he had such great players. But when I reflect on that, he did change Lionel Messi's position from a right winger, essentially, to a deep lion centre forward, a midfield player, number 10, whatever you call them. And in doing that... You call him great, Eamon. Pardon? Yeah. Well, you just call him great. Yeah, He was great. Yeah. And he's probably the greatest player ever that we've seen in a race, of, of course, with Ronaldo, whose goals are incredible. But Messi became a great player, and that was a critical... And the other thing about, and I'd be interested in your view on this, at Bayern Munich and even at Barcelona, they were always a bit dodgy defensively. Puyol was the centre-half at Barcelona, fellow with the long hair, he wasn't very tall, he, always, he was a great leader of the team, he was captain of the team, but he never looked 100% at the back. And it, the same was true at Barcelona. But with this City team now, John, and it's only happened really, I think, in the last, this season. They look rock solid at the back. I mean, they brought in, for example, Ruben Diaz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outstanding. Yeah. He's found a role for Stones, which really involves moving him into midfield where he's, you know, he's great feet and he can play. Kyle Walker. Remember Kyle Walker used to be a headbanger, charging down the line, crashing the ball over the bar, <laughs> running into corner flags. He's a he's a really top fullback now, John. Doesn't do any of that. No, he's been very he's been very good. He's at a peak of his career. I think he's thirty one now, thirty two, I mean. Yeah. And as you say, he settled down, he got his head right, and he he's been outstanding. There's yeah. no doubt about that. And defensively they they have, of course, you know, their Brazilian goalkeeper who they left out on Saturday mm. to give the a reserve keeper or take a chance, and he, he saved him in the, in the dying minutes, John. He came out and smothered the ball at the, I think it was Rashford's feet, which saved what could have been an equalising goal. Yeah, he's good. I, I, I didn't agree with the, uh, before the match, I mean, I must say, I didn't agree with putting the goalkeeper in. Yeah. There, there, was, there was too much sentiment in it for my life. Yeah. Now, he's a good goalkeeper, and he, and he did really, really well. Uh, but the, 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 the Ederson, yeah, Ederson is the regular yeah. goalkeeper. He's a great goalkeeper really, too. Really, really brilliant. So I, I, I definitely wouldn't have put the goalkeeper in in the final because he played in the other matches. Um, I, I thought there was too much sentiment in that. I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any sentiment in football in picking your best team for whatever match you're going to play in, particularly the cup final like that. But it came off well um, yes. for him. You know, when I mean, there were still times during the year. Now I, I would doubt uh, Pep's positioning of the full-backs, moving them into midfield and that. But yes. you've got so many good players, I mean, you know, in the squad that they, they can do the job that's needed to be done on the day, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, like for got... example, Bernardo Silva, who scored two great goals, the two goals that killed Real Madrid in the Champions League mm. semi-final a couple of weeks ago, he was playing then in his best position, which is, I think, coming in off the right and using his left foot. I mean, he, he played an entirely different role in other games, including on Saturday. He can move and play left back, he can play right back. Well, he, well, well, well I, must, I must stop you there, I mean, when he yeah. was left back, I yeah. thought it was outrageously bad. <laughs> yeah. 
But there you go. He was, and he was expected to play at left back and play in the middle of the field. Yeah. At that particular time, and I mean that that that's nonsense. It's really nonsense. And uh, you know, it, it didn't last long. But he but he did it, and he is he is inclined to do that type of thing. You know. Yes. Which I I, I wouldn't agree with at all. But with the with the the, the talented players that he has, he's, they can almost do it. You know. Yes. That they're so well, I mean, good and they're so, so talented. But but he does have this. Thing that's, I'll try this. I'll try this. I'll try this. Now he's been a hugely successful manager, but he's had he's had, he's had the money to buy the best players. I mean, and I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm, I'm a fan of his. He wants to play. He wants to play football. That's for sure. But I think he does things at times. I mean, that I think, God, I couldn't. I don't. I can't imagine that. Well, famously you know? in the Champions League final against Chelsea, he played no midfielders. Yeah, <laughs> and they lost, which is only and they lost two or three yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, so, yeah, but that, that's that's what he is, you know. Like he's he's on the way now to do well. The last match to go to do a treble, which takes takes some doing, as we know, Eamon, because obviously he gets an awful lot right. And when we're looking from the outside, it's it's easy to say, mm, I wouldn't be doing that. I wouldn't because it's not our team on the pitch. But uh, like this season, I think with the players that he has and the way that he's played them. Uh, has 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 definitely been very 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 successful. Very successful. Yeah, well, we talk a lot about the game when we're just watching it. And another player that I think we well, I certainly questioned the hundred million he paid for Jack Grealish from Aston Villa. Now he took Jack Grealish, who didn't make much of an impact, and even at the beginning of this season. Grealish was in and out of the team. He, that young lad from Manchester, Phil Foden, was first choice in that position. Yeah. Now, Grealish in the last six months, I think, has become a top-class player, a real top-class player. And that's down to Pep. But yeah. I think, what do you think? That's the, well, well, what's more be, important. He, he, he bought him. I think what happened with, with Grealish, and it happens with lots of lads they come to a club, it takes them a while to settle down. Yeah, and in Grealish's case, Grealish played as a left-sided midfield player for Villa. Yes, he didn't play on the left wing. He could he could yes. do a bit on the left wing, but when he came to City, he played as a left winger. Yeah, out and out left winger, and I think it took him. I think when you go to a club, it takes you a while to settle down. I mean, I I just give you my little. When I went to to Leeds first, for the first five or six months, I didn't play well at all. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because yeah. maybe you're moving house, you're doing this. It's all different, and he's playing in a different position. Yes. And I think in the in the last say two or three months, he's definitely played well because he's uh, he settled into the team, or wherever it might be. You yeah. know, he's, he where he was disappointing. You're you're quite right. Yeah. He was disappointing in the first few months in in, in the team, and uh, he's come into it well now in the last little time, in the last uh, four, three or four months. He's definitely looked like a, 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 a player worth a hundred million, but uh, but it's 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 you never know what's going on in the club. I mean, you know, we're looking from the outside all the time, and at the end of the day, you're looking. Okay, what what has he done? As I said to you there, for for what it's worth, I'm saying I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I'm not managing the team, so no. <laughs> nobody knows whether 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 my uh, judgment was was that. But no, you I have mean, to look at the end of the season and yeah. say, right, what did he do? He said, well, Walker and players like that. Lads he's brought in, Bernardo Silva, Diaz. You know, they, 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 I mean, what they've done this season, did it last season, I mean, like 
Arsenal were what, 10, 12 points ahead of them at one yeah. stage. You think they were gone. Yeah. Now, they, they lost the last match of the season and still won by four, four or five points. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, which, which is amazing. It is. And of course, there's the Haaland factor, oh, yeah. which is he's scoring 52, 53 goals all season. I think he scored, I think it's 34, 33, 34 in the league. I'm going to stats yeah. in front of me. You can get stats anywhere. <laughs> but, 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 but what we must remember as well with Haaland, Damien, at yeah. a time when they weren't doing well, yep. there was, there was a, a, a certain doubt about whether he was good for the team or not. Yeah, but not expressed by by either of us, I have to say. No, no but you, your pal, yeah. that was, we used to be on the telly, the German lad, I can't think of his name at the moment. Didi, Didi, yeah, I think, uh, had comment, Damien. Yeah. You know, he made, he made, he made, he did make a, a good, good sense of it. But if somebody scored, you know, at that time, even then, he was still scoring a lot, of, a lot of goals. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I anyway, can tell you now what he did. He, he scored thirty-six in the Premier League. Yeah. And mo- most importantly, he scored twelve in the Champions League, which are yes. the, which are the golden goals, really. And yeah. I've never seen these twenty-two. He's very mature. At the end of the game on Saturday, they broke out and it was about three or four minutes to go and he ball played, the long ball played through to him and he could have made a beeline for the goal, but he didn't. He took it to the corner flag, played around with the fullback, played it off the fullback and won the corner. It bought yeah. them a couple of minutes. So it yeah. showed maturity and yeah. intelligence and he seems to be a real team player very popular with the other players, and I'd say he occupies two or three defenders for ninety minutes every week. John, ah, he's, he's outstanding, Eamon. Actually, I've seen him do that before in a couple of matches. Take it to the corner flag, you yes. know, because and he's such a big fella, Eamon. It's very hard to knock him off at another. He gets another corner and, and waste waste time. Yes. but he's been a, when he, he's just been an all round good lad. Does yes. his stuff more than does his stuff in the scores that he scored. But he's a team player. You can see him with the rest of the players. You know, they love him. He's, if there's yes. another lad on for a better chance, he gives it to them. He's not greedy in any way. No. Uh, he's been he's been a, a terrific uh, uh, player for Manchester City this year. No doubt about that. He's 22. Yeah. And yeah. a lot more to win in the game. And I, Jack really said to him, and I think he said it before the season, I love you, man. <laughs> and and you, he, he is the kind of player, isn't he? That uh, They all love him, Eamon. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's his they lovely. all love him, you know, yeah. because you can see when he's, what, as you said there early on, if it, was, if it was a better chance for one of his colleagues to lay yes. on. yeah. He gives it to them. You know, he's not, he's not selfish. He's not, you, you know, he doesn't mess around. He he's just plays for the team. And, you know, fellow players love guys like that. I mean, yeah. there's, there's lots of players that I, I know over the years that, and they'd be mostly be goal scorers and some of them wouldn't be goal scorers and they were terrific players. But they weren't nice people. No. <laughs> You'd admire them, but you wouldn't like them, you know? In my case, you wouldn't admire me as a footballer, but you liked me, didn't you? <laughs> of course. <laughs> 
feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I want to ask you about, and we've talked about this, John, often, especially when Liam's here as well, the referee, Paul Tierney, what I think he did was terrible on Saturday. I really thought the penalty United got, which actually changed the game in a big way when Jack Grealish was deemed to have handled the ball. He didn't see it, but VAR decided up in the box, told him to go and have a look at it. It yeah. touched the finger and there was no intent. There was barely any contact. It didn't influence the game. Penalty. Yeah. Now, I think that changed the game, clearly. Mm. It gave United a break, and I think it was wrong. There was another incident. I'd, I'd like, I know you're, and I'll give you plenty of time to, I know you have a strong view on this. The other incident was a foul by Fred on De Bruyne, which I thought was a penalty. Mm. Clear-cut penalty, no question. Didn't give it. So, VAR. I think VAR should be scrapped. For this reason, I think it's putting too much pressure on referees. I think they're being second guessed upstairs. I think their nerves are bad enough anyway. And I think it leads to trouble, such as we saw in the Roma Seville game on Wednesday when Anthony O'Connor, the English referee, got a terrible time from Mourinho, who is a blackguard, really, and disgraceful. But there was a penalty decision involved there, and VAR was involved again. Now, you have a different take on VAR, don't you? I do, um, yeah. But I'll just go back to the last one you said, yeah. whether it's a bad decision or, or a decision that went again. But, I mean, if you go back over the years, that's not, not nothing new in Italy. No, no. When it happens, a decision against the team. Yeah. You know, in other words, like VAR, VAR, see, VAR is a mechanical thing, Eamon. It's 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 what's happening to VAR with the people who are making the yes, decision. It's the interpretation. Right. Interpretation, exactly. Yeah. Now, what they're saying at the weekend is Jack Grealish. I'll try and I'll try I'll try and read it a little bit for you. I don't want to bore your listeners. No, no. Right. This yeah. is Chris Foy yeah. talking, a former referee. Yeah. He said, "When I saw that incident and the VAR David VAR David Coote recommended a non-field review, you know." 
I wasn't surprised. The law says it's a handball if the ball touches your hand or arm when it's when it's made your body unnaturally bigger. Yes. Now, how do you make that out, Eamon? Well, how do you make your body bigger? Yeah. Well, Jack Reedish is jumping for the ball. Where does he put his arms? Well, Where he can ha- he put his arms? He has to put he's them up. He's not making his body bigger. No, he's putting them up because that's how you get lost. Yeah, because he's, yeah, he's, trying, he's trying to get a header on or something. Yeah. And as we know, that particular, it actually touched his hand. His, finger, his fingers. His fingers, accidentally. Yeah. Right? Now, what this fellow's saying is Jack Grealish hand is above his head and that makes his body unnaturally bigger. Yeah. It's a clear handball offence. Yeah. That's what we're saying. It's a clear handball offence. Yeah. By by the rules that they're talking about. Right? Because he's saying at the end, people's frustrations are with the law, not the decision. Yeah, well, now when we when we played, and even now they keep changing the the rules. When we played, and in its original form, handball, there had to be intent, intentional, yes, intentional. In in every yeah. penalty decision, actually, there had to yes. be intent. Yes, and if intent, if there was no intent, if it was accidental or yeah. incidental, incidental mm. or accidental, then mm. no penalty. Yeah. Now, the other, well, he he didn't give the Fred penalty. I think. Yeah. No. no let's let's stick to the penalties for a minute. Now. Yeah. That 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 had nothing to do with VAR. We, we, that that was intentional thing. Yeah. Now what's happened with VAR? They've changed. The, it's not VAR that's changed the rules. No. It's the whoever they are. Yeah, I don't yeah. know who they are. I mean, I think people who are changing the rules in UEFA or whatever it is never played football before. No. No. And they're, they're changing the rule, but here's the, the point. VAR was brought in, I think we both supported very strongly, mm. and it was brought in on this basis to correct obvious and clear mistakes. They were the words that were used. Yes. And that's what they were, like offsides and stuff like that. Mm. Obvious mm. and clear. Well, there was nothing mm. obvious and clear about the Jack Grealish thing the other day because the referee was looking at it he was 20 yards away and he didn't see it I didn't see it and I'm sure you didn't see it because there was very little to be seen but now no yeah but that's that Eamon I just have to stop you there in our day that was the rule yeah it was intentional we knew the rule that was intentional right now does this rule come in now right that it's 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 not VAR that's making the rule. VAR is making a decision yeah. on what the they've sort of changed the rule to be. Yes, we that, don't know what the, we don't know what the rule to like. Yeah. In, our, in our day, it wasn't if he was in an unnatural position, if his body was in a natural position. You know, it was was he was it intentional or not? Yes, but that, but VAR hasn't created that. VAR is only something you look at to see if the the rules are obeyed by what they've made the rules to be. Here's a question. Has it improved the situation or has it made it worse? I don't think it's improved it and I don't think it's made it much worse, Eamon. Okay. To be honest, because there's some very, very good decisions in VAR that, that we don't see or whatever it's, it's going to be offside yeah, in the old yeah, days. Yeah. What's the ball over the line? I know that's a yes. different thing altogether, right? Yeah, no, no. But, 
But but I just said just this is another opinion on it. It's Mark Halsey. Yeah. Right. He's saying the law says that if a player deliberately moves his arm or hand towards the ball, making their body unnaturally bigger, they will be penalised. Yeah. Right. Now, first that VAR doesn't make that rule, Eamon. No, that's right. That that's that's an unbelievable rule. Yeah. Right? You know, if if if, if 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 you look at it. But you, you, you said making your body unnaturally bigger, they will be penalised. Now, if first I well, I like now. How do you make your body bigger? Well, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you how. In terms of the people who are making that rule, if you stretch your arm out away from your body, yeah, into an unnatural position, and the ball hits your hand, that is a clear mm. penalty. That's how you make your body unnaturally bigger, abnormally bigger, because you, you wouldn't normally play football with your hand out, and therefore that explains that. Yeah, but that, yeah, but I can understand that because that is a penalty. That's yes. the, 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 the player has done it. Yeah, intentionally. Mm. Right now, and if you go back to Saturday, there's no way that Grealish no. intentionally put his hand up. No, to touch that ball. Absolutely, it was a terrible decision. Uh, yeah. And it was a terrible decision yeah. to even get Paul Tierney yep. to go to the touchline to even look at it. Yeah. And it, it had the effect, John, of wiping out a 1-0 lead. Oh, totally. I, I, I totally. I, and I, I, it, I understand that totally, Eamon. Yeah. But, 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 but if, when I'm going back to the VAR situation, you know, VAR only showed that, that yeah. particular incident, right? That's, who, who made that decision? That decision wasn't out in our day. No. Amen. No. So it's it's not VAR. They're going on the decision that they've made. That's what it is, the penalty. So VAR has only shown that. Yeah. You know? Well, VAR... In, in our day, if they, 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 nobody would, would, all over the pitch, would say that was a handball or a penalty. All the guys up in the box making these decisions and, yeah. the, and the principal guy, they are all part of VAR, John. You can't separate them from VAR. The VAR system. No, well, no, but I mean, what we do is get rid of these mugs. Well, who's going to make the decision then? Well, and, well, FIFA, whoever's doing it. No, but who's going to make the decision in the on the on-field decision? If there's a, an offside or a penalty to be given or made. No, no, I'm not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, 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 they can look at if you do or put a rule in now, like it, that makes your body bigger. Yeah. Right. In other words, if they hadn't put that rule in, that wouldn't have been a penalty. No, but the word they the word they use actually is if your hand is in an unnatural position. Natural position. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but who is made? What I'm saying, Heyman, is who is making those decisions? For, if VAR makes the decision, if they make those decisions, then then it goes to VAR only yeah. because the decision has been made. Yeah. Like who is making the decisions, Amy? That's what I want to know. Who is making three them? They're guys, so stupid. There's three guys in a box in London mm. with all the paraphernalia and all the angles. One of them is the senior man mm. on the day, and he alerts the referee, I think you haven't seen this, and I think you've made a mistake. The referee says, OK. And sometimes they say to the referee, which is usually the kiss of death, I think you should come over to the touchline and have a look at the screen. And when they do that, you know they're going to give a penalty. 
So anyway, we, we've exhausted... Anyway, can, I just, can I just go on one last little bit? This is yeah, Mark yeah. Halsey, one yeah. party saying in it. Yeah. He said, the handball law needs to be looked at urgently. Yes. As those who have played the game know the difference between natural and unnatural. Yes. Tierney was happy with Fred's tackle on De Bruyne. Yeah. But you remembered in the tackle. I do, yeah. It was a clear-cut penalty. Because this Mark Halsey is is, is quite good. Yeah. He says, uh, De Bruyne in the box, and that was not a clear and glorious, uh, obvious error. Yeah. You You were not going to criticize him for that. And Far was correct not to get involved. Well, Casemiro should not have been sent off for his challenge. This is the referee. Yeah. Uh, he, but they all have, all the point I'm trying to make, you're the referee I read out. Two different opinions altogether. And they're ex, ex-referees. Yes. But anyway, it's... it's, it's Actually, Casemiro, should, the, the foul Casemiro committed was on the city left-back Ankanji and it was yeah. brutal. And he was looking. It was looking. a bad tackle. It yeah. was a bad tackle, John. And you know, uh, yeah. you know this guy. We've seen him now all season, and he has a lot of merit, Casemiro. Yeah. But he, I don't want to use bad language, but he's a dirty bastard. Yeah. <laughs> but he's been involved in a few incidents, right? No fame. Yes. But anyway, it was. It was. Um, go back to the football, I mean, It was a good game for City. If they go and win the treble, it's been a great season for them, I mean, there's no doubt whatsoever. Yeah. Just let me ask you a final question, John, yeah. about the Champions League final. They're playing Inter Milan. I've seen Inter yeah. a couple of times. Dzeko, for example, who's 37, and played for yeah. Manchester City and won a title with them 11 years ago. He's yeah. playing Lukaku, who is, yeah. is on the bench. He might start, he might not start. We all know him from Chelsea. So they have some Premier League cast-offs, but they are Italians, John. They know how to defend. Yes. And they could make it extremely hard for Manchester City on the night. And that's assuming that Pep puts his best team out. It's no gimme, is it? Couldn't be. It's never a gimme, Eamon. No. It's never a gimme in football. You know, I might have said to you before, we're talking about cup fans and that, and I was in one of the biggest disasters ever. When we were yes. playing the second division team, Sunderland yeah. in the cup final, yeah. it was in seventy seventy three, and we and we were beaten. Yes, I remember the match, John, and I yeah. actually you played. Would, you wouldn't have got a bet on it. You wouldn't have got a bet on it. I mean, you know, unfortunately, there's, 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 unfortunately, I backed Leeds. I did, <laughs> but, and uh, the goal I did, scorer. I, 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 I did. I didn't encourage you, though. I didn't give you, you a tip or anything. No, you did didn't. I? No, you're not guilty of that, John. But uh, as you say. It was one of the greatest shocks in, in football history, in English football history, and it can happen. It can happen, Let's hope it yeah. doesn't happen for City. No, Let's no, hope no they... I'd like to see City do it, yeah, definitely. I mean, they, 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 they play as well as they can. But on the day, they, they're, just, they're hot favourites, as we know, Eamon. Yes. But again, football, you never know. You never but, know. Uh, I'd, uh, like, I'd like to see them do it. I'd like to see them get the treble. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure everyone would, and it would be a great finish to their year. And you have the feeling with this team there might be more to come because this is there's one thing to be said for sure, John, and it's for Manchester United fans. We have been complimentary properly about Eric Ten Hag. They have a long way to go, John, don't they, to become a real yeah, yeah. title-challenging yeah. team, despite yeah, their good they, season. They've got to back him. They've got to back him, Eamon, now. Get, get, get it done professionally and 
do it well. Man U are a huge club, as we know, and they deserve they deserve to be up there with, with, with the best. I mean, he's done a good job, as we said early on, but he's got to be back now to get the job done. OK, John, it's been brilliant talking to you, as always. Thank you very much for joining us on The Stand this morning. That's the great John Giles. We're grateful to John. To all of you for listening, that's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.